0: Sharks keeping it in there, and
1: it fit the shot, Good Word! Oh, oh Lord! Marcus Sorensen cannot believe it! Meyerhoff just robbed them blind if you've never called the clock! Call one
0: down! cross ace comes the center ice, brought in on the line, and that's the line, what a ball! What a ball!
1: The line and makes it one nothing, Buffalo. How's it going everybody? Luke here, along with Joe once more for episode 15 of season 3 of the Charging Buffalo Podcast, our second show of the week. And there's a good reason for that. The Sabres are on a 10-game winning streak. We told you we're going to be bringing you a lot more of these episodes as long as this uh, streak of success continues. Not just a 10-game winning streak. As long as this team is being successful, that's my understanding. We're going to be pumping out some shows. It's not stopping. It's not stopped. Here we go, and you know what? We appreciate the feedback from. The, that's the motivation this morning. Joe was just reading some uh, some some Instagram messages saying, "You guys are you have some, you have good you have good opinions." Uh, I think someone said we have the best opinions or something. Um, but thank you. So that's the motivation. We're glad that you all listen. We're glad that you read everything, and um, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate everything. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, we wake up very early to do this because uh, we love you guys and we love this team and uh, we like doing this and we want to do this for a while, so. It's not stopping. Here we go. It ain't, it's nonstop. Uh, so, on our whiteboard, we have all of our topics listed, of course. Uh, the Sharks game happened. Sabres were the better team throughout. I know Joe cannot watch this one because he was at his place of employment. Mm-hmm. But Sabers win in overtime 3 to 2. This was the Sabers game from from start to finish in yeah. my opinion. Two goals from defensemen, which was nice. Rasmus Ristolainen with the goal of the year. The sports center moment that was amazing. Completely what a goal. completely takes Brent Burns out of his skates. Burns did not have a good game. But I'm sure most of you have seen the goal by now. If not, go back and watch it. And the celebration was just as good as the goal. Every, his teammates were ragging on him. I loved the celebration. Yeah, that was, was great. great. It was restless. Those were,
0: celebrations, always great. He always.
1: is incredibly creative, both on the ice and celebration-wise, yeah. you'd say. so, But... Nathan Bouyou scoring again. He and. It was exactly the
0: same as his last it goal. It was exactly the yeah. same. Yeah.
1: So we may find. Wanted... A pass by Sam
0: Reinhart, too. Yes. Quietly having a really good season as well. Right. And. I think he's on pace for 60 points, which would probably be a career high. I would
1: that s- does not surprise me. Mm-hmm. I want to touch on that line after I say this, but. Ristel- and he's going get him. even more points if he sticks with Skinner and Eichel for the rest of the season, which he should. Mm hmm. Ristolainen and Beaulieu each getting their third goal of the season. So I think Beaulieu's first was um, in the Vegas game, I think. Probably. The first Vegas game. But the Sharks score with eight minutes, around eight minutes to go and make it 2-1. Then they get a power play of four minutes left, and Pavelski just sneaks in a wraparound past Carter Hutton. Hutton was great. Again, he made several fouls. As always. As always, yes. Carter, Hutton. Carter Stunton. Um, th- here's an impromptu question. Is Hutton one of the six All-Star goalies? How many How many All-Star goalies are there? I There's only four now, right, they do actually? do three for each division. Jesus! I, I want to say they do three. That is too much. I'll look. I'll look. I feel like since you only play... About what, like half a game or something when you're doing that or one period? I feel like you only need four goalies. But I think I uh, don't I think it would be a stretch to say he's the the best. I mean maybe not actually. Let me think. Well Frederick Anderson is in this division. Anderson will be in. Yeah. Maybe there's two for each. Maybe Hutton's the second best in the division right now because Vasilevsky's been hurt, so he, he, he won't be around. Won't. Uh who else is there?
0: You
1: can count out like how There were only
0: two. Who made it for the Atlantic Division last year? Price and Vasilevsky. Oh right, Carey Price is probably gonna make it. Talibuck and Marina. Well, the way Price is playing, there's no way he's gonna make mm-hmm. the All Star game. He's got. Last time I checked, oh, that's eight, right, he's not above 900. Yeah, yeah,
1: 800 save percentage. Now, I don't know. Maybe Hutton. Hutton is either in it. Or an alternate at this point, because it's... it Definitely an alternate. Yeah, he's he's absolutely been playing he's an all He's not a big level.
0: name, though. That's the thing. They just might
1: overlook him because he's Carter Hutton and not yeah. Carey Price. I hope... This is a long way away. I hope at the end of the year we're seeing, like, top five Vesna voting. Oh, I hope. Not exactly a finalist, but I hope he gets consideration. But back to this game, uh, we go to overtime. The Sabres... I'm trying to remember... Did they get a power play in overtime? I think they did. I think they... I don't remember. I'm sorry. But that's beside the point, because Eric Carlson comes up the ice, and it's it's kind of a two-on-one. Or it is a two-on-one. I forget who he's come up the ice with, but Rasmus Dahlin makes a phenomenal diving poke check stop to interrupt the pass, takes the puck right back, and sends it up ice, and that eventually leads to a sequence of events that sees... Jeff Skinner scoring his 19th of the season and capping the 10-game winning streak. The dive by Rasmus Dahlin, that was that was great. And
0: mm-hmm. I was watching the video of the play with Joe DiBiase at the station yesterday, and we were just in awe of how good this kid is. Like, he, in a matter of a second, he is diving on the ground, on the ice, and he is up. Mm-hmm. And then he's looking around, and he's ready to get up the ice. Like, it's
1: just... He... It is amazing. scary how smart he is for yeah. for his age. And it's Eric Carlson, too. Mm-hmm. Like, he beat Eric Carlson. Like, he outsmarted
0: Carlson. And the play to get the puck to Skinner, too. Yeah. That was awesome, as well. Skinner... And who else who? but Jeff Skinner? Who else? Who else? Exactly. Right? It's like... Like the... the yes, that, exactly. Uh, Chris Drury, who else? Eh.
1: Who else who else that and to cap it mm-hmm. off
0: I predicted this on mm-hmm. Twitter he's gonna call him scary good he oh, did. yeah yeah its just that you he heard it in the open yeah and that's great it's fantastic. they've won 10 in a row if they win tonight they will win 11 straight for the first time in franchise history and the fact they've, they've never they haven't won 10 in a row since the beginning of the 6 607 season. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. A long, long, long time. And I think there was a caller uh, on WGR the other day. And he said, like, this was the year they are supposed to be contending. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about this for a while. Maybe they just decide, hey, let's just skip those in between years. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We were talking before we started recording. Are they contenders? I, yes. it, I think it's too early to we that, will have
1: this discussion soon though they if they
0: can beat Tampa tonight who do they got in the next couple of games they got Tampa Florida next after yeah. that and then they got Toronto and Nashville
1: and Nashville, Is Nashville I think might be week. before Toronto yeah. I think Nashville's the day before Toronto but I mean before we before we went on recording here the charter Buffalo tweeted a video I think it was Darren Dreger. Who yeah, said this? Works. But someone asked him if he can see the Sabers playing for the Cup in June, like the Vegas situation. You like, never know. And he you said, he said absolutely. He pretty much he said absolutely. He said everything's clicking for us. So it soon. If you want to talk, if you want to wonder when we're gonna start talking about that, Next it should. It should be soon. Okay, <laughs> if we if we lose to Tampa, but you know. They go we, out
0: and win three in a row. But again. we win
1: three in a row again. If we beat Toronto, I believe that is when that'll be the, the thing. But like even in the oh six oh seven streak, I think they lost in a shootout. We lost to Atlanta. I yeah, they lost game. in a
0: shootout, and then like they went out and won like three or four more straight. So, Carey Latinen was a beast in that Curry, game. Carey Latinen was a second overall pick. Mm-hmm. Wonder what he's doing. And right he now. was amazing at the time. Yeah. So so hey, the Thrashers went to the playoffs that year. Yeah, it swept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the Rangers. I remember that. But yeah, the Sabers—they're good. They're scary good, as RJ was saying the other day. And they got Tampa Bay tonight. They got a tough stretch of hockey out of them. Mm-hmm. But this stretch—this uh, stretch of ten games—was pretty tough as well. So who knows? Uh, at this point, they're nine points above the final wild card team. Yeah, they're—they got nine points on the Hurricanes and the Canadiens. So. Things are looking good. It's going to yes. take a monumental collapse for them to miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And also, they're the first team in NHL history to finish in last place and then 25 games into the season leading the NHL in points. First team in history. That's pretty good. And I think they're only one of 16. I, I saw the stat yesterday. It was something like one of six teams to go from worst to first this at twenty, at the twenty-five game mark, something like that. No, I don't notice that. I'll have to look it up. But I just,
1: I don't see what can slow this down.
0: Yeah, because they have that can't lose attitude, mm-hmm. and they're not, they're humble about it too. Mm-hmm. By all accounts, they go into the, the guys go into the locker room, the media that is, and they're not pumping any music. It's just like any other game. They're not celebrating hardcore or anything. It's just another game. Mm-hmm. And the parallels to Vegas last year, I think that's real. Yeah. Because, and I think the Sabers have what it takes to even. I, th- I I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to say that because then that's like I'm saying. Oh, like they, they're gonna win the cup. But I can I can see it. I can see it because yeah. like they have Eichel. Yeah. Where's Vegas? Is Eichel? Where's Vegas? Is Skinner? Where's their Darlene? Where's their Darlene? I mean, Marc-Andre Fleury was stellar last year, and I think carried them. And Marchessault is a very good player, but I just... At this point, Buffalo is better than Vegas. I don't think there's any
1: debating that. I think... Well, what I was going to say, the Sabres being in the playoffs creates so many fun scenarios for the NHL as a whole. Like, could you imagine? There could be a possibility of a Sabers Canadians Conference Final. How weird would that be? Who nobody like, would expect that. No, nobody. I don't, think, would. I don't like, think
0: Montreal's gonna make the playoffs, but
1: I think they can do it. But that's that's possible, a, That's a discussion for think, our
0: day. I don't think they're gonna make it.
1: But just think of all the when the Sabers are good. Think of all the cool storylines that can come about for the hockey world. The underdog city of Buffalo. The underdog. Steward. The hero's journey. Hero's journey. Yes. Oh God. Uh, but just just think of that. Like all the all the fun little scenarios. Mm-hmm. Cause I think we're we're a fun new team. People want to see Buffalo in the hunt. Yeah. People want to see us. The, there's no doubting the league is more fun when Buffalo is good. The league's better
0: when Toronto is good. When Montreal is good. Even the media says it. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Buffalo. I want to see Buffalo Toronto first round. Cause like remember Toronto hasn't gotten out of the first round. No. Yeah, they've been out. They, yeah, they lost the Capitals two years ago, and then they got eliminated by the Bruins last year. So wouldn't that be something if Buffalo just comes into the playoffs and then beats Toronto in the first mm-hmm. round? And then they probably get Tampa in the second round. Mm-hmm. And, like, imagine if they beat them. That's exactly the same exactly. as Sabres beating
1: the Senators yeah. in five games in 5 This team, if we continue this pace... There is no reason we can't go to the conference final, and that is crazy to say. Yeah, man, a year ago, a year ago, um, I on. had no idea if I would ever even be able to say that. But this team is a legit contender, at least for the conference final. I can honestly say I hope, that. I hope.
0: I'm checking my time hop right now to see where they what don't, I was saying.
1: They a don't. Year ago. They don't crack. These guys, they don't crack under pressure. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, friends, if you like rants, you should tune into Friday's podcast. It will be an hour-long rant on this dumpster fire. At this point, at this point in time during the tank year, Buffalo had 18 points. They have 16 right now. That's great. What we were saying a year ago.
1: Things have changed. Things have changed.
0: Yes, it's fun. We are. Things are fun.
1: A. Contender. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. That yet, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just. I'm not gonna say that yet. But yeah,
0: fun game yesterday. uh the other day against the Sharks. I didn't mm-hmm. get to watch the whole thing. I caught some of it, but. But yeah, a uh, funny story. I can't. I'm at my at my job. I'm not allowed to be on my phone, mm-hmm. and like clearly, I'm gonna check the score of the game. Yeah. So and my my manager, she knows like. I'm a diehard fan, and yeah. like when. Cause I'm talking to my friend, like giving him up some updates on the score, mm. and I guess she was like overhearing. She's like, "How'd you know that?" Mm. I'm like, ah, oh, I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Just me guessing. The customer, talking about it. Yeah, a customer. Yeah. yeah, of course. So then I go back, and then my friend is giving me updates, and then like the uh. last check, like they're choking. It's uh. like it's two to two. Yeah. And I'm in the back, and my friend's like, "They won," and I'm like, "Skinner." Oh it was like yeah. Skinner. Oh yeah. In overtime. Skinned him alive. And then you know what I did? Like dead kittens could not get the smile off <sighs> my face. They couldn't. Impossible. Like I'm just sitting there and my manager sees me smiling in the reflection in the window and she comes back and says, Why are you so happy? Oh Like she knows. Like she knows I obviously know that they won. Yeah. And she's like, They won, didn't they? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. So then so then she goes on the computer after we close Uh-oh. and then checks the score. He's like, they won. And, like, I, was, I already know they won. So then, like, I'm, like, faking a reaction. And then me and my two coworkers, we start chanting, one, two, two all the three. way to ten. And then we won 11. We won 11. And then we did about, like, three more times. And then I'm like, hey. Like, I tell my manager to finish off the chant, and she screams, "Dear work. So, yeah, that was fun. Wait, what? What did she? She up? screamed, "Do your work, do your work." Yeah. So yeah, that was a fun night. I wish I could have experienced that game live, but yeah, it was fun. Following the, the crowd game. was electric. Secretly, yes. Absolutely. Crowd chanting, packed house every night. Mm. This is great. It was great. I
1: hope they can keep this up. It, I really, I really, really, really hope they can keep this up. Just on TV, even that was the loudest I have ever heard that arena since. Since the playoff years, really. And I'm going to the game on
0: the 11th against the Kings. So mm. I'm hoping that Cal Peterson doesn't shut the door against the Sabres because that's going to be extremely sad. And he's having a really good start. I think 4-3, 927 save percentage. I hope we light him up. Yeah. I hope he gets booed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not a big uh, booing guy, but I will be booing Cal Peterson. I don't care. Yeah. And he probably made a good choice going to the Kings. You know, like, he probably saw the writing on the wall. Like, anyone could have seen that aging core. John Mm -hmm. Quick is getting up there. I wouldn't even be surprised if the Kings trade Quick at this point because Peterson's playing like an NHL goalie now. Jack Campbell's playing like an NHL goalie. So, who knows? Get something for him. Blow it up. Flyers.
1: Yeah. Flyers Mm. and Quick.
0: Throwing that out there. Uh... What's next here? Want to talk about Seattle? Sure. Okay. So next week is the Board of Governors meetings, where they're gonna do the official vote on the Seattle expansion team. So this is going to be the last week where there are thirty-one teams in the NH- thirty-one teams in the NHL. Yes. So that would be next year. Next off season would be the expansion draft because apparently the key arena renovations are expected to be done uh, within the next... before for the 2020-2021 season. So, we got a, I got a question. I was doing a QA and a last night on the Charging Buffalo Instagram page, and someone asked if the expansion draft was this offseason, who would you protect? So, you want to go back and forth and quickly do this? Sure. Okay, so, obviously... Jack Eichel, yes, will be protected. Uh, Sam Reinhart, Sam Reinhart, yes. Oh, first of all, let's. I'm going to pull up the cap friendly, and we're going to see like who would be exempt and what the options are. Right, That'd probably be, not be a bad idea. Well, I think Jeff Skinner would have to be, and he also the caveat here, Skinner. Has an extension at this point. Mm-hmm. And remember, Kyle Poso has. Oh, Kyle Poso doesn't have a no-move clause anymore. So they wouldn't have to protect him, but I would assume that they would anyways. So who yeah. would be exempt here? In this case, I would guess that Tage Thompson would be exempt. Because this would be the end of his second pro year. Mm-hmm. Middlestat yeah. would as well. Because this is technically his second pro year. Uh Darlene would be exempt. And now the weird thing here is, I don't know if Pilot and Olofsson would be exempt. Mainly because Allmark, in his second year, like he should have been exempt, but he had pro years in Sweden. So mm. that's going to be a wrinkle in here, possibly. Uh, yeah, so shall we go through this? Sure. Jack Eichel. Are we, obviously, Sabres go 7-3-1. Right. Same rules as last year. Goaltending here. Should we start in in the goal out? Yeah. Yeah, we'll start with Carter Hutton or Linus Allmark? At the end of this year. At the end of this year, who would they protect? I think for the Seattle expansion in 2020, 2021, they definitely protect Allmark. And I think they still protect Allmark because Allmark's the future. I mean, Hutton is having a really good year. And Hutton, in this case, probably would get taken Mm -hmm. as at least the backup. Yeah. So. I think the Sabres would protect Allmark either way. I'd
1: protect Allmark, and maybe we pull a Vegas draft and trade a pick to protect Hutton as well. Mm-hmm. Some kind of pick. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, defense. You're picking three defensemen. Uh, no no move clauses, as far as I can see here. Ristolainen, you're obviously protecting them. Yes. Do you protect Bogosian? No. No. Uh, Scandella? No. No, I agree. Nathan Beaulieu? No. I, I think I picked Beaulieu because I couldn't think of anyone else. So McCabe, I'll reevaluate that. McCabe yeah. you're protecting, so that's two. Mm-hmm. Pilot, you're protecting him, but I don't know if... He's on ELC, so... But he's got the... Pro, Allmark was also on an ELC, and they had... Boulieu, he was pro draft. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's the case, you protect Pilot. If it's not, who are you protecting? Casey Nelson or Nate Beaulieu? One of those two.
1: Nate Beaulieu? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I picked yeah. yesterday, too. Okay, seven forwards out of here. Uh, we're going to say Thompson and Middlestat are exempt. Right. Okay, you are protecting Jack Eichel. Correct. I Absolutely. Kyle Poso. Yes. I think I would protect the Poso yeah. as well. Even though I doubt that Seattle would take him, yeah. but you might as well protect him. Jeff Skinner, you're protecting yes. him. Jason Pominville. No. UFA, you're not going to protect him. Right. Sam Reinhart, you're obviously protecting him. Vladimir Sabotka. No. We're at at four right now, too. Connor Sherry, you're protecting him. That's five. Gergensons, Larson, either one of them.
1: Gergensons, yes. Mm
0: -hmm. And remember, Nylander has played two years in Rochester as well. So we're protecting him, absolutely. So that's six. So need one more spot. That would probably be for Olafson if he is eligible to be taken, but for the sake of this discussion, we're going to say he's exempt. Uh, I'm not seeing anyone in Rochester worth protecting besides Nylander, Asplund, and Gooley would both be exempt, I would say. So then, left over, we have Gurgenson's Larson, Remy, Ellie, and Evan Rodriguez for that last spot. Read it again. Gergensens, Larson, Ali, and Rodriguez. I'm protecting Rodriguez. Exactly. Yeah. So, for the sake of this discussion, the Sabres are protecting Linus Allmark, Rasmus Ristolainen, Jake McCabe, either Lawrence Pilot or Nate Beaulieu. Mm-hmm. If Pilot is eligible, they protect Pilot. Right. Obviously. And then you got Eichel, Oposo, Skinner, Nylander, Reinhardt, Sherry, uh, and Rodriguez. I think that was right. Yep. So, that was a fun exercise there. Yeah. I'm excited for Seattle to come into the league. 32 teams. They're going to balance the divisions out. I'm excited for the name to be revealed. What do you think it's going to be? What's the the early favorite here? I like the Kraken. The Seattle Kraken. I think Metro's would be really cool. Mm. The Totems. I've heard Totems Totems. being kicked around. Yeah. Emeralds. That's Mm. one.
1: That could that could work.
0: I wouldn't mind the Thunderbirds if they yeah. graduate the WHL Thunderbirds it's to the NHL.
1: Like, what is a Thunderbird? You know, it's yeah, it's not real, but is there? No, such thing as a Thunderbird? I doubt it. I don't know. No. I doubt it. But I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not a big fan of that name. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of Sockeyes has been kicked around.
0: Mm. I like the Kraken. I think that'd be cool. They can have like an octopus as their mascot.
1: Yeah. Then again, uh. Seahawks isn't a thing either, but That's true. they embrace that. Well, I, I, maybe the Red Wings won't be too happy with an octopus, though. True. Might be gimmick infringement. Kraken.
0: I like the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, what are some other ones that have been kicked around? Can't think of them off the top of my head.
1: Hmm. One name I like is the Rain. Yeah. But I feel like there's too much regality in the league at the moment. You have the Knights, kings. the Kings. They'd be in the same division, too. Right. But Rain. Obviously, it rains a lot in Seattle. You got your cultural reference there. Then, the rain—the rain of like a king. R e i g n would be spelled, of course. But see, you you cover two meetings with one. And for the sockeyes, their mascot would be a fish. Hmm. hmm. I've seen some mock logos of the Seattle sockeyes. Hold on. Seattle sockeyes. I feel like if you name your team like that after a fish, then there could be jokes made about it. Like. Hmm. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> Game on in Seattle. I don't like that. Sockeye's. Eh. Eh. We're looking at proposed logos for the Sockeye's concept logos. Nah, I don't like that. I don't think that name can work. That one's cool. And the Pilots. The Pilots, that's a good one, too. Trade Lo- and Lawrence Pilot. Yeah. No. I'm just well, kidding. Weren't the Pilots. I think that was their baseball team, and then they moved to... Oh, really? I thought they moved to, Mil- to Milwaukee. I didn't know that. And then changed the Brewers, I think. I'm not a baseball historian. But, Neither am I. I don't yeah. know anything about baseball. Yeah, I thought, but hey, I mean, there was a Pittsburgh Pirates in the NHL before. There can be... Now there's a Pittsburgh Pirates in the NLB, so it could happen.
0: Mm. Uh, Pierre LeBron just now tweeting out, Worth remembering that the Sizzling Sabres own four first-round picks over the next two drafts. They're owned to... Plus, San Jose and St. Louis, if the Blues pick this year ends up being top 10, they can opt to give the Sabres the 2020 first-round pick instead. Sabres get first-round pick this June unless San Jose misses the playoffs, then Buffalo gets a 2020 first-round pick instead. Ottawa, via the Carlson trade, gets the reverse option this June's Sharks' first-round pick if the Sharks miss the playoffs this year, or 2020 first-round pick if the Sharks make it. So that's worth remembering. The Blues mm-hmm. lost yesterday. They're still tied for last in the NHL with the LA Kings. The Kings have been winning lately ever since Cal Peterson became their starting goaltender with quick downs. So worth keeping in the back of your mind. The Blues are a definite contender for last place. And I think you don't want them to be last place because then that gives them a real good shot at Jack Hughes, and you do not want the Blues to have Jack Hughes if... That is true. Because they're not going to finish in last. Because, remember, Leafs won the lottery, they make the playoffs. Colorado, no, not Colorado. New Jersey wins the lottery, they make the playoffs. Buffalo wins the lottery, they're going to make the playoffs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Every year now. You see the Oilers, too? The Oilers, yeah, no, yeah. The Oilers missed the playoffs in McDavid's rookie year, but then they made it the next. Right, right. But still. Kind of counts. Lottery teams have been turning it around. Mm-hmm. So... You do not want the Blues to win the lottery. You want them to pick, like, fifth, where
1: their pick isn't going to be in the NHL. Hey, Philly, didn't they make the playoffs first year with Patrick? They made it last year. Did they? Philly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they did make it last year. Yeah, they lost to Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Okay, I posed this question uh, in a Twitter poll yesterday on the TCB account. What scenario would you rather see for the Blues first-round pick? 2019 top 10 protected or 2020 with no protection, 681 votes. 69% of the vote going for 2020 and 31 saying 2019 top 10 protected. So lots of people hoping for it to go to 2020, and that's pretty much what it's going to be at this point. And I'll read some of the replies here. This one comes from Beach Chalks, and he says... Spreading out those high-draft ELCs a little seems like a good idea when you've got as many graduating off the apprentice wages in the not-too-distant future. That said, trading
1: the pick back to St. Louis for Pareco would be fun. Mm. it's interesting. Maybe, yeah, kind of say, see, this is what you should have given us in that trade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I'll take that pick, though, because I don't think the Blues are going to be good next year unless they get like, Jack Hughes or right. Bobrovsky. Uh, Another one, got to spread out the ELCs. This makes sense. That that's a good point. That, this didn't even cross my mind, actually, because if you have three guys coming off the ELCs at the same time, that's like, and if they all pan out, that's like $15, $20 million in mm-hmm. your cap right there. So if you spread it out a little bit, that's okay. They're going to go all in on Bobrovsky this offseason or another goalie not named Jake Allen. That's another thing. If they... If they can upgrade their goaltending, I, I saw yesterday that they might be in on Jimmy Howard. Yeah. That might be an option. But does Jimmy Howard really take them to the promised land? He no. doesn't.
1: That's a pure desperation move.
0: And especially, I think they want to trade for Jimmy Howard now, who's mm-hmm. a pending free agent.
1: And they were, they, they may have to give up a prospect. Yeah, I because... heard,
0: because like when, I think, yeah, it might have been Dragger, mm-hmm. dragger or LeBron, one of the two, they were saying like, the Red Wings are gonna ask for good assets, mm-hmm. like they're talking like one of their blue chippers, like Jordan Kyrou or Clint, Clint, Coastine. Clint Coastine. And the, he also even said the Blues don't have a first round pick this year. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking first round pick, if the Blues are, if the Red Wings are asking for a first round pick for Jimmy Howard, they're insane. Howard's having a good season though. If it's top ten, I hope we use it in a trade to get some veteran help to make a playoff push. That comes from Brandon Viscalia, And then another reply, Brian from Eyes. He says, they have excellent prospects. I'm not sure they will be as bad next year, especially if they land a top pick this year. But I suppose it's largely dependent on goaltending. And I think that's the biggest thing for the Blues, goaltending. Absolutely. Because Jake Allen, he's just one of the worst starters in the league. Mm-hmm. One of if not the worst. So if they if they're going into next season with Jake Allen and I don't know, one of their one of their goalies, Billy Huso, if That's he right, he's up. coming up. But I don't think he really changes anything. I mean, maybe an upgrade over Chad Johnson, but they I don't think they can go into next season with Jake Allen is one of their goaltenders. They have to move on.
1: That's another thing: is that Chad
0: Johnston is really bad. I wonder. I don't know. This is just throwing out a scenario. Would the Blues trade Allen for Elliot? Bring Elliot back? Oh God!
1: Because Philly's desperate for a change too. I suppose it's possible because mm-hmm. Elliot still has enough left in the tank where he can he can do something. But I mean, who is to say that goaltending is their only issue?
0: I, I mean, their defense, they're, they're slow, too. Yeah. That's another thing. I, I got to catch some of the game yesterday. O'Reilly is very good. Mm-hmm. Tarasenko had a goal yesterday as well. Uh, David Perron had a pretty nice game, but I, they just don't seem very fast to me. Mm-hmm. And O'Reilly seemed like he got a little faster. I, I don't know. That, maybe that's just me. But.
1: I feel like there's some parallels here between last year's Sabres team and this year's Blues team. I don't know. I feel like the Blues had more talent. Have more talent on their
0: team, though. So I don't know. Oh, they definitely do. And they're but... deep too. I, I don't know what the problem is there. I think goaltending is is big. Jay Beameister has really regressed. Like really regressed. Uh, probably doesn't even belong in the NHL anymore. Joel Edmondson as well. He's a guy that has really fallen off. So. I hope they make a big shake-up and make some bad trades because if you go out and trade Tarasenko or Petrangelo, you're not getting what those guys are worth, and that makes you bad this year and next year. So, mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, we got another comment just now on that tweet. They're going downhill and fast. Lots of big contracts. Lack top-end talent in their prospect pool. They could go in full sell mode at the deadline this year. I think they do have some very good prospects, though. Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Dominic Bach, Clem Kostein at forward at least. I don't, they don't have many I don't think they have any good D prospects that are I don't know, like being bank on it, that they're NHL players. So we'll see. The Blues are going to be an interesting team to keep an eye out for from a Sabres point of view. Uh
1: Pagula Sports and Entertainment hired
0: yes. hired somebody to
1: look at the arenas, see if they can upgrade potential arena renovations, you could say. For 2020, it would be. So what they're going to do, from what I understand, is take fan opinion and pretty much just look at the whole situation with the arena. And uh, the Sabres arena is getting up there in age yes. in terms of NHL About facilities. Twenty twenty one 21 years old? Maybe twenty twenty one 21 years old yeah. it is, yes. But it's getting up there, and it is time no, you know what? It's 22. Yeah, yeah it's 22 years old. Nice. It's time to start looking at because what I would like to talk about is what are some renovations you would like to see to the arena, or perhaps even changes in the atmosphere of the arena. Uh, I can say one, and we talked about this before we went on the air. You're a big fan of it too. Have, much like the Sabres, or not the Sabres, the Bills do the, the leader of the charge with a former player, mm-hmm. how about we have an alumni s- s- next to the organ player or whatever, maybe part of the renovation, you, you build a little a, a little nest in the 300 section like the Golden Knights mm-hmm. have, and you give the former player a sword, and they like do the charge yeah. motion. I think that would be pretty I, be sick. Pretty cool. I met the... Savers organist at the Buffalo State oh, yeah. a while ago. Yeah, nice guy,
0: really nice. He's seen. Yeah, he's very happy dude. I think his name's Curtis. I, I don't quote me on that. I think his name's
1: Curtis. But... but one of my long-standing complaints about the arena is that it looks like a Walmart once you're actually inside the the ice facility. Yeah, his name is Curtis. Jeez, okay. when, when, you're three, right. when you're up in the three, when you're up in the three hundred section, it's like you're in a warehouse. There's there's holes in the wall where where ventilation is coming through and big pipes and whatnot, and there's a, it, it looks like Fenway Park up there like there's holes where I don't know I don't know what could be going on in there but you get the feeling there's a lot of hollow space it's kind of creepy being in there like I've had I've had really weird dreams where I was alone inside the arena and there's like really complex bathrooms with like a thousand stalls and it's what, Nightmares about the arena, pretty much. But here's another thing I'd like them to change. They still call that video board the HD video board. Like fans right, should go without saying. So fan, fans, take a look up at the HD video board. Like, have we not updated the the prompt since 2008? when We got it. Mm-hmm. Just, and
0: I think getting a new HD video board yes. would
1: be a good idea.
0: Something like Tampa and Toronto have, just like. A huge one. You yes. A gigantic jumbo
1: And in the concourse in the one hundred section, I believe it would be when you first go up the stairs, how they have that like arena football kind of yeah, flooring. A little, yeah, like, yeah. That's a little That has strange. been there since I was like six years old. That needs to go. I mm-hmm. think they need to they need to remodel that. because uh, there's like there's football markings on there. That's probably a relic from when we had the destroyers in town, the arena football team. But that needs to go. There's so much that could be improved. They finally,
0: on. like recently, they finally updated the Sabers store sign. Yeah,
1: that's that right. That was like
0: red and black for yeah. for so many years beyond when they wore it. So
1: I miss when they had that that spinning statue thing. I know, with what like you're the talking basketball about. player. Yeah. I yeah. miss
0: that. That was really cool. I think more <laughs> more spaces for where fans can just like hang out. Like yeah. Like, put another bar, like, in the 300 level, Mm -hmm. like, another Lexus club or whatever, you know? Odd club. Like, just more space for fans to hang out and talk. Because, like, whenever I'm at a game, I'll, like, go with whoever I'm with at the game. We'll sit in the concourse and just talk with other fans. So, Mm -hmm. something like that. You can sit
1: down. How about instead of those ugly projector screens, they put real big TVs in the aisles? Yeah, you, no, they they project yeah. the game on like the wall, and it looks all looks grainy and foggy. Put real TVs up. Can't be that hard. You already put the giant screens up for weight lines and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That that's been a good touch. It has weight lines. Yes, absolutely. Now, when you're up in the 300 section 2, oftentimes it feels very very empty in those aisles. Like there's 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 closed concessions stuff is gated off it just it feels really scary it feels spooky and and and, and desolate that's that warehouse feeling they need to spruce up the 300 section and all all, all the sections really in in the in the arena mm-hmm. but there's a lot of improvement that mm-hmm. can be made we'll see i'm i don't know what they're gonna do
0: i i wasn't expecting something like this to come out recently. No. But they're also doing this
1: with the Bills stadium as well, so keep an right. eye out for that. Maybe uh, even one more thing, renovate the roof. The roof? Because, I don't know, I'll put a new roof on there. Cause it just looks like a creepy golf dome. Yeah.
0: Uh, really quickly, because uh, we're running out of time here, we want to get to some questions, but uh, William Nylander, there's, been, there's a few more days before the Leafs have to sign him or else he can't play the rest of the year. So what's your prediction on what's going to happen here? I think he sits out. Really? Yeah. It's never happened in the post lockout era. I think that trend breaks this year. I think he. And Elliot Friedman said last night on Tim and Sid that he thinks, regardless if Nylander signs or not, he's done with the Maple Leafs. I think he's going to sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been a lot of chatter about maybe a long term deal, passenger neck numbers. So. I think he signs and gets dealt at the draft for defense because if they do sign him and keep him, like how are you building your defense? You gotta, something's got to give. And also, uh, David Pagnota from the fourth period, he said yesterday that sources tell him that the Leafs are a prime candidate for an offer sheet with uh, Marner and Matthews. So Absolutely, they are. Keep an eye out for that. I hope the Islanders go for revenge and offer sheet one of those
1: Someone guys. needs
0: to pull the trigger and do that. They can't afford, like, the way Marner's going right now, he's making at least 10. Mm -hmm. Matthews, I saw yesterday, 14. So, good luck. Good luck. They might have to trade Nylander.
1: Somebody needs to jump on that. Mm -hmm. There's there's no excuse. If you're trying to win, there has to be a team desperate enough to want to do that. Yeah. It has to happen. I'm sure the Islanders are at least
0: discussing Mm -hmm. this. Uh, really quick, Calvin Pickard's on waivers for the yes. him yesterday. It's almost 9 o'clock in the morning right now, so we won't know. That is funny. For a few more hours, but do you think he gets claimed? I don't think so. I think Ottawa. Ottawa mm-hmm. will claim him. Oh, that's a good point. Because who do they have back up they right now? Mike McKenna. Yeah, Mike McKenna. Like, I think Ottawa makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think Toronto doesn't have first priority in him anymore because it's been over a month mm-hmm. since they lost him, so... Yeah, I think Ottawa will claim Calvin Pickard unless some like I don't know who else is in dire need of Toronto. Though
1: they could, yeah,
0: they could. Yeah, if I mean they probably pick him back up if he's still around there in the waiver priority. But yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we're gonna get to questions now. Didn't expect us to go this long without getting into questions, but uh, one second as we, I can pull these up. Last week we had trouble pulling these up. Oh yeah, they went not load.
1: That was weird. Um, Still searching through the story here, but. Hmm. I've never. Oh. Stream the games. We can't do that. Uh, Well, we. we, I mean, someone said. What's his name? Jman4724 said. Steam the games. (laughs) stream, (laughs) Stream the games. Well, we talked about that. That is something I would love to do if Joe and I in person would get together and just pretty much do – we can't do it live. We'll publish it after. Yeah. But if you want to hear our reaction and hear us talk live about the game, I'd love to do that. I think that would be mm-hmm. super fun.
0: Uh, Justin asked, if San Jose misses the playoffs this year with a 2020 pick, have any protections? I don't think so. They Usually, when there's protection on one year, there is no protection on the next. So, if San Jose misses the playoffs, potentially Buffalo could get a lottery mm-hmm. pick out of that. Uh, everyone's sleeping on Wilson's depth impact when he comes back. That comes from Scott. Yes, you're the biggest. Scott oh, Wilson I'm fan the around. biggest
1: Scott Wilson fan there is. Yes. Stop sleeping. Okay. B. Barry thirty six. Favorite
0: saber and favorite bill of all time.
1: Oh, favorite saber.
0: Danny Breer. I, I yeah, Briere is my favorite as well. Uh, Thomas Vanek is also. Mm-hmm.
1: I I think Vanek would probably be my favorite, but Breer is one of my favorites. Miller is a close second. Mm-hmm. Favorite bill though, can we do that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I've always liked Kyle Williams. I have been.
0: I've. This is. Pro- I've only been watching the Bills for a few years now, so mm-hmm. I. I don't think I can say I have a favorite Bill of all time. I like Lee Evans too. Lee Evans was sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I'm just gonna say this now. The Sabers are not trading for William Nylander. E. They're not. Mm-hmm. It's not.
1: Can't. It can't.
0: Why would the it, Leafs? It why would the Why would the Leafs trade him here? Why? For what? Yeah. They're not going to. It's not happening. Sorry. Uh. How good is Donnelly projected to be in five years? Best defenseman in the NHL. Yeah. He'll be the best defenseman in the NHL. I was going to
1: say that at the start of the show when we were talking about him. Unless, like, some superstar
0: comes out of the league on defense in the next few years, which, as far as I can tell so far, that's probably not going to happen.
1: The writing is on the wall.
0: Yeah. Donnelly, like, he's good now. Imagine when he's going to be in five years. It's like, oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Uh,. Top three sabers to ever play. Mm. Oh God! Well, Gilbert. Yeah. Hashik. Hashik. But who's number three? Who is number? 3 Who's number three? To Ooh. ever play, like I mean, Dalene and Eichel—they got—they'll be in the conversation someday, but they're not there yet. Who is number three? Number three.
1: You're looking at a guy like Lafontaine, maybe. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do recency bias. I'm gonna go Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller? No. I have such a soft spot for Miller.
0: He Not was top three.
1: He was dominant in his day. In his Not day, top three. In my opinion. I I I'll have to think about this. I'll let you guys know next
0: episode. Uh Housley for Jack Adams. Sure. If they I mean, if they finish top five in the league, he wins the Jack Adams. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Housley, I mean uh Bottrell's is going to win GM of the year, I think. Regardless, yeah. even if they make the play, if they the Sabers just make the playoffs, Bottrell wins GM of the year. Yeah. The moves that he made in the offseason are heists, like mm-hmm. Skinner for a second and Pooh. Mm-hmm. How did Jerry for, for a third or, or or a fourth? It might even be a fourth if Sherry doesn't get forty points or twenty goals. Like that's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did they do? The O'Reilly trade mm-hmm. is looking good for both teams. I mean Thompson with another his, assist. His the other signings
1: night. too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I I got no complaints with Jason Bottrell. Absolutely no complaints. No. Even going back to last year. Uh. Uh. Do they keep Johan Larson? That comes from Andrew. Will be a UFA in July.
1: Yes, with how he's playing at the moment. Yes.
0: I think they keep him too. Mm-hmm. Maybe on a one-year deal. Well, it depends on how he plays for the rest of the season. Uh, lots of people are pointing out that Josh Allen and Jeff Skinner look very much alike, <laughs> and I agree with that. Uh, thoughts on Brendan Gooley? That comes from Justin. Clearly, his slip down the depth chart mm-hmm. has fallen. I'm not going to say fallen off a cliff, but he has regressed. Uh, there's no doubt he has a lot of skill and is fast, but his hockey IQ is really bad.
1: I'm not going to worry about him at the moment. (laughs) Things are going too well. Things are
0: going well. Uh, The people that are saying call him up, absolutely not. Lawrence Pilot. No, we forgot to mention Lawrence Pilot got called up. Twice? That happened (laughs) uh, a little bit after last episode. Mm -hmm. Might have been the night night of. But, yeah, he's not going to play. I think they're just taking the Thompson approach with Pilot, let him sit and watch, and then they'll go from there. But I think Pilot will be a regular... In the Sabers lineup by season's end, yeah. And Gooley, I maybe next year. If he can't make the team next year, he's in the conversation, just like Bailey and Baptiste, where hmm. this guy's not a prospect anymore. Anyway. So we'll see there. Uh, how do you feel about buying out Berglund and or Hunwick at the end of the season? That comes from Kevin. Hunwick, Ber- sure. I think Berglund. Like even if you hold on to Berglund. See, he'd be a candidate for Seattle to even take him in the expansion draft because he's a veteran name. Mm-hmm. The cap hit's not that bad. Three, three million's not really that bad, Where Seattle would be like, ah, oh, we're not touching him with a 10-foot pole. Right. You know, so, I don't know. Hunwick, he can go. I, I really doubt he'll even play in Buffalo this year, and mm-hmm. that'd be a mistake because the way... It, I like Nate you Lots of people hate on him just because he was bad last year, and Nelson's been okay from what I've seen this year, so... I got no problem with either of those guys. There's no reason why Matt Hunwick should be in over them. Even considering, like, I don't know. I just think those guys are better options. They're both faster than mm-hmm. Hunwick. Hunwick's not a trailblazer by any means. A uh, couple comments about Matt Molson. <laughs> He's not coming back up. No. Uh, I mentioned on this Q&A that they got rid of the toxicity in the locker room. And someone's questioning that, so... What? Yeah. I don't think there's any question that there, the locker room the past few years was toxic. Vander Kane... Like, I'm not in the locker room mm-hmm. for practice or post-game. But the guys who are Paul Hamilton, Mike Harrington, John Vogel, Joe Yurden, all these guys, adamant. Toxic situations in the mm-hmm. locker room, like... Uh, Leonard, I mean, look, we we understand what he was going through now after the athletic piece that came out. But, like, players were afraid to approach him after games. It's not a good situation to be in when you're a team. O'Reilly saying that constantly, oh, I have to be better, starts with me, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. Like, it's cool the first couple times, but when you do it after every game, win or loss, like, Mm -hmm. what does that look like to a teammate? Yeah. A young Casey Middlestat sitting in the corner. Seeing Ryan O'Reilly every night. Oh, I gotta be better. Oh, mm-hmm. I gotta be better. Like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm.
1: Just show up and be better. And he's doing that in St. Louis. So, and they've been the team has been so open this year about actually liking one another and mm-hmm. wanting to play for one another. And that didn't yeah. that didn't happen at all it last year. Did not year.
0: look like that at all the past men, the past five years. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of those guys. They identified the problems in that locker room. They found good people. Mm-hmm. To put in that locker room, and now they're better. Coincidence? No.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: thanks for that. Uh, how do you handle our goalies for the Nashville-Toronto back-to-back? Uh, I feel because Hutton used to play for Nashville. I wonder if they they start him there. But I would almost prefer that they go Hutton
1: against Toronto. I would like Allmark versus Nashville. Mm-hmm. And are there those games on Saturday? Go Go with your ace. On Toronto is the more important game. Tuesday against Toronto. Yeah, yes. I agree.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you see Jeff Skinner signing for?
1: Mm. Well, he's going to be commanding
0: about $9 million at the moment. At the moment? I, I believe, yeah. He's on pace for 62 goals. Yeah. If he scores 62 goals, you can give him $9 million. He's yeah. not going to score 62 goals, though. Uh, any mid-first-round guys you'd love to see the Sabres draft? Cole Caulfield first and foremost. He'll probably go in the 15-20 range. Undersized guy, but can really score some goals. A uh, def- couple defensemen. Cam York, he plays for the development team. Victor Soderstrom out in Sweden. And I saw a comment about Spencer Knight. He's a goalie. If I mean, if the Sabres have like a 28th or 29th pick with one of those two, possibly Spencer Knight. I mean, they do have Ukopeka Lukonen, but you can never have too many goalie prospects. I mean, you have four first-round picks in two years. I say you can pull the trigger on a goalie, but still, I don't like picking goalies that high. But Knight, Knight's a legit goalie prospect, one of the best in a few years. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say if they're gonna win or lose tonight. I don't, I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't like doing predictions. I really don't. It It's gonna be a tough game. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, a few people have asked about. How we came up with the name Charging Buffalo, why, why uh, we're no longer Sabres fanatics anymore. So, do you want to touch on that? Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll explain that because I, I do remember this thoroughly. It was a few weeks before the Winter Classic, and Jared, the head man in charge, he 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 said something I never thought about that we need to present ourselves not so much as homers because the Sabres you call yourself Sabres Fanatics, then that's, you know. But if you want to be taken seriously, you can't have fan or anything in your name. So, in an effort to be more respectable and more professional, quite frankly, uh, and have more validity to what we say. And it's just a cooler name to begin with. I don't know who exactly... I don't know if Jared... Was the one who had I, he we all threw out ideas. Yeah, we all threw out stuff. I want I wanted, I I don't wanted remember to, who
0: came up with the name, but
1: one name for example, I I threw out there was something like the Athletic, where it was like it was a vague mention of what we do, but you know something like that. But no, that didn't happen. Uh, and also, we lost the URL like the domain to our website. That's so right.
0: We, it, we had to change no matter what. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a issue with the Sabers or no, anything like no, that, no, 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 but. Yeah,
1: but we had planned it for the Winter Classic because we had known. I think that.
0: we we changed it on Christmas.
1: We changed it on Christmas, Christmas yeah, day. but and around that time,
0: Middlestad made an amazing move, and then like we blew up on Twitter. I remember that.
1: Yeah, and we we had known that the Winter Classic was going to be on everyone's timeline, so we were like, "Well, let's let's get out there," and so that's how and it's it worked out. I mean, that's how it all. The team's better now.
0: We're getting more more of a following on our mm-hmm. on our uh, accounts. We're getting a lot more listeners. Yep. on our podcast episodes.
1: And uh, no one asks us about Buffalo Sports Network because they're a <laughs> they're a footprint. Not even they're yeah. like a deer paw.
0: That, that, that's in the past. That's in the yeah. past. We don't want to talk about that. Also, uh, yeah, we have. Gotten media credentials. Not we haven't yeah. gotten Saber, like for Sabers games yet, but and, I got I got to go to the combine. And Jared, big... Jared and I went. Uh, uh, Jared went to the Sabers development camp. I was out of town,
1: unfortunately, I couldn't make it. But a big part of yeah. that is because of the name changing. If you're the Sabers and you see Sabers fanatics apply for something, then you're not going to get it. So. <laughs> So it, it's already paid its 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 dividends, yes.
0: Oh, and a few people asking about how they can join the Charging Buffalo. Uh, right now, we have a lot of guys. We have a yeah. lot of guys on our staff, but we're always looking. If we think that you can help us out, we'll definitely bring you on. But uh, if you're interested in that, head over to our website, thechargingbuffalo.net. Uh, hit the contact, contact us tab at the top, and... You can just send us a quick email straight from the contact tab. Let us know what you can do right now. We really need somebody to provide gifs, provide gifts for the Sabres. If
1: you have a way to stream the game on your computer and make gifts like real time gifts, that would be wonderful.
0: Yeah, because I can guarantee you, if you have that ab- ability to do that and are interested in joining, you have, would have a good chance. But yeah. Uh, always looking. If you're a good writer and want to help out, maybe write some game recaps or anything. If you can write about Rochester, we'll see. You never know. So if that's something that you're interested in, we're always looking to add to this fun group of guys, passionate Sabres fans that just want to see the team win. And finally, yeah. they are winning. So I think, yeah, I think we can end off there. Uh, again savers play tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning looking for their longest win streak in franchise history so hoping for the best' uh, we'll, if they win we'll see we'll be back next Tuesday mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll keep going from there We're gonna provide you guys with some more podcasts throughout the week if they keep winning maybe we'll do this every day Maybe we'll do it every oh, day God I can't wake up <laughs> like that every day no we'll do a podcast every day. I mean, oh man, fan, Sabers fans can't get enough Sabers talk because WGR wasn't talking about the Sabers for the longest time. There was a big movement for podcasts, so yeah, we'll end off here again. Uh, if you're interested in joining the team, go to chargingbuffalo.net, hit contact us, uh, tell us what you can do, what how you can help us out. But yeah, uh, we'll get back to you if you're good enough i guess yeah yeah so again thanks for listening to this episode uh without your support we wouldn't be doing this so again we appreciate you guys for listening and the feedback that you've been giving us over the past ever since we've been doing this so yeah appreciate that follow us on twitter and instagram at the charging buff follow us on twitter as well at joe tcb nhl and at lvketcb And as always, again, we appreciate you guys for listening. And we'll be back next week, hopefully talking about a longer win streak in 10 games. Hopefully 11 in a row. So, again, thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.